This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. It is Friday once again. And as I promised last uh, week, we have a really, really interesting show for you today. So um, in the studio currently with me, who's taking pictures, (laughs) I have my sister, also known as sister-in-law Jade. She's a friend of the show. She comes in all the time. And um, we're just going to chop it up today. We're going to talk about all things woman and feminism and sluts and hoes and all that kind of good stuff. Um, this is probably going to be one, maybe not for the kiddos, but again, I do feel that there's definitely um, there's definitely a, le- a learning lesson. And one thing that I try to do in all of my shows is make sure that there is food for thought and something that can hopefully inspire, can give a new perspective. And, you know, not only I can grow, but hopefully the listeners can grow from it as well. How are you today, Jade? I'm great. How are you? I am amazeballs. Awesome. So today, um, shortly, my guest that's calling in, um, people have very mixed opinions about her. But, you know, I think she's a really interesting person. So Amber Rose is our guest today. And I'm really excited about this. Um, the way it came about was really organic. One of my really good friends, um, Kara, she has uh, a company in L.A. Um, it's called Sat. Let me make sure I get her company right because she'll drop kick me um, through. Because, you know, the funny thing is when you're friends with people like she's genuinely my friend, Kara is. I'm not as well versed in like your business stuff um, just because that's not the nature of our relationship. But Saks Inc., um, it's a multidisciplinary boutique style marketing media branding and advertising agency. So she actually worked with Amber. She was the person behind the whole slut walk thing awesome. that Amber did. And I'll never forget the day Kara called me and she's like, girl, you will never guess who we have a meeting with. I was like, who? She said, Amber Rose in this slut walk business. And we were both kind of like, eh? I'm not sure about this. Um, I'm not going to lie, because when you hear slut walk, the first thing you think of isn't something that is pro-woman, isn't something that, you know, is inspiring and, um, you know, coming from a feminist train of thought. So it was interesting to have the conversation before. And then as we both learned more about it, I was like, you know, this is kind of genius, to tell you the truth. Like, it's really amazing. And I feel like... Um, she's definitely onto something in terms of with women and embracing and not t- 
taking on the labels that people give you. And just because there's a season in your life, some people have had their season of slut, season of hoe, but it doesn't define you for the rest of your life. And quite frankly, most men have a lifetime of hoedom. I know that's not a word. So true. So they don't get labeled for that. They don't get labeled for that. So why should women not only be labeled, but then label each other and then put each other down? And you know what I found a lot of times in even like working with my girls at Camp Kizzy, a lot of times they may not even be doing those activities that would deem you a hoe or a slut or a mm-hmm. thought, but it could be one rumor or one person who spreads a lie, a little boy, a guy who says, oh yeah, I you know, ba ba da ba ba boo ba ba with so and so, and there has no burden of proof to it, and then you carry this label with you that you didn't even earn, and I think it's really unfair. What do you think? Um, I do think it's really unfair. Um, what I really like about the whole slut walk movement is that it's not only empowering women, but it's um, the whole anti rape culture thing, which I think is huge right now because mm-hmm. we're seeing. So much of it, especially on these college campuses, and um, I think it's definitely a call to what's happening, and it's mm-hmm. really allowing people to wake up and be like, okay, we have an issue here. Right. And like, you know, talking about what is rape, you know, how do these women protect themselves, making sure they're mm-hmm. not victimized, etc. Right, and I agree. <laughs> I feel like no means no, and you know that no one deserves that. No one deserves to be raped. However, I also feel that it's also about the knowledge and making better decisions because not to say that in no way is it ever a woman's fault. However, I try to tell even like my little cousins and you know how we the discussions we have Mm -hmm. is also you got to make smart decisions because there's certain circumstances and situations that you can put yourself in that create a higher instance of something happening. Whether it's assault, whether it's rape, whether it's robbery, whether it's like sometimes it is common sense. Like don't walk down the dark alley by yourself at four o'clock in the morning. You know, you can make that choice. So it's kind of like I feel like a balance, like knowing no means no. And then also empowering women to just own their sexuality, Mm -hmm. own their bodies. Oh, I said they're like I don't have one, too. But you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, mom, my mom, mom is trying to FaceTime me. I'm sure it's because she has jet, I'm sure. jetty poo. <laughs> um, but I will have to do that later. So we are going to, oh, man, it's hot in the studio today. Yeah, it actually It's okay. Is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my jacket is stuck. So let's see. So until, you know, are there any anything that you want to ask or discuss and one thing I'm looking forward to about the interview is she just strikes me as that I've and just to clarify we've never ever met before Mm -hmm. um actually I take that back we've met in passing Mm -hmm. um however both of us when they were doing the real talk show Mm -hmm. they literally brought all different types of personalities in to test for the show she was in the first round so I met her briefly in passing um, and I was telling Shardy this the other day that it actually I it came down to me and the panelists that are currently on the show. Um, and basically it was like, you know, Adrian checked the single box and then someone else because they were trying to check specific boxes. So at the end of the day, it didn't happen for me. And at first I was really sad because, like, clearly I like to talk. And <laughs> clearly I always have an mm-hmm, opinion, mm-hmm. but, you know, things happen the way they're supposed to. And, um, you know, what's for you is for you. Yeah, I agree. Um, any questions? 
Um, I mean, I have a whole list of questions, I think. But I think balancing motherhood with her opinions and feelings about um, her being an empowered woman, mm-hmm. um, you know, with her kind of spearheading this slut walk, um, I kind of wonder how she has those or will have those conversations with, with her, her boy child. You know, I that's, that's really interesting. I like that because there is a fine line. And I think a lot of women who are the whole feminist movement piece, because I'm a feminist, but I find that a lot of them kind of toe the line between where does it, where does empowering women end and bashing men begin? Right. And when you have a male child, you know, I, I like that perspective. Absolutely. Because I know um, being a sociology major when I was in Spelman, mm-hmm. that was, we had a discussion about the the greatest importance of the feminist movement. And my professor, bless her heart, she couldn't stand my ass, right? But the reason she couldn't didn't like me was just because of who she thought I was. Right. She judged who I was because of what I'd accomplished in my life and what I did as a, as a profession and decided what she thought I would be like. And it's not who I am. But she led with that. Mm-hmm. So... Her personal opinions about me definitely colored that whole class, right. and it was horrible. So I made it through, though. I graduated. Bam. <laughs> but we were talking about the feminist movement and what we felt were the greatest um, accomplishments of it. So it came to me, and she was completely bashing, like, housewives and da-da-da. She was just one of those type of women. And I couldn't agree with her. And when she asked my opinion— I'm not the type who's going to back down. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, I don't agree. I said, I feel the greatest thing about the feminist movement is that it gives women the choice and empowers us to choose to work, to choose to be mothers, to choose to do any combination of the two or not to have children at all. Like it allows you to do what works for you. And no two women are exactly alike, just like no two people are exactly alike. And I said, and furthermore, my mom was a housewife. Mm -hmm. That was the most difficult job there is in this world, and I witnessed it firsthand. So by devaluing that role, you're telling me that my mother is worthless, and I know that not to be the case because she is my one of my biggest heroes. Right. So that was a conversation. Clearly, I barely probably got by with like a C in that class. <laughs> but <laughs> what's, your, what's your view on it? And is feminism in the movement, is it even still here and alive and well? I think it's definitely still here. It's it's definitely alive and well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that, so part of my degree is actually in women's studies. Woo-woo! Uh, Give us that book it, knowledge. <laughs> well, it's Jay very Yoshi, interesting because, you know, going back to when I was an undergrad, I was very much like a hardcore feminist. Mm-hmm. And I definitely believed in equality between men and women and all these things. And now that I'm older, I don't quite believe all of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um or you just your your opinions and your views have evolved as you have evolved, right? When it comes to equality, so right. I definitely believe in girl power. I think that um, women can do absolutely anything. I love that we're in you know a time where everyone's a girl boss. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm at the point where I do not believe in equality between men and women. Mm-hmm. Why um, is that? Explain. And, and part of that I think is getting married. Yeah, being marriage, a mom. Changes. Marriage, marriage changes. Marriage changes all that. So, like, you know, all of my opinions pre-marriage were completely thrown out the door. And once you have kids, it's like, okay, now I'm at the point where I'm like, all right, so 
do I want to be a working mom or do I want to be a mom? And then my argument now is that if I put all of the energy, time, mm-hmm. organization that I do into my business, if I did that, you know, put that energy towards educating my daughter, she'd be a brilliant Absolutely. four-year-old. Absolutely. And I think that we, we, we forget that. And right. so now, like, as I said, like, my priorities are shifting. Right. And then there's also things that, like, physically – I'm not going out there and I'm not, I can mow a lawn, but I'm probably not going to. I know I don't want to. My husband is renovating our house right now. I cannot do that. I don't have the skill. I don't have the (laughs) know-how. I don't want to. Mm -hmm. And so I can't call us equals because I can't do that. But do you know, this is where I jump in. Mm -hmm. And what I realized a long time ago is we're looking at equal from a place of, can you do exactly what I can do? And that's not what equal is. It's bringing your strengths to the table and Mm -hmm. doing those well. And a lot of times I feel women make that mistake where they want to fight like a man, they want to argue like a man, work like a man. But that's not where our strength lies. Our strength lies in our femininity. Mm -hmm. And it's not comparing apples to apples, but realizing that my oranges are just as valuable as your apples. Absolutely. And I do agree with that. But I think a lot of people still compare apples to apples right. when, it com- when it comes to men and women. Absolutely. Even though we're just, we're so different. Yeah, I figured that out because you, you know my dad, bless his heart, love him dearly, but he is probably one of the most male chauvinistic people on this <laughs> earth. That's just the truth. So growing up being the yeah. oldest, only girl of four, um, he was the men's man like we get out and that's where my brothers get it from we're gonna build the house and da, 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 da. that was just who he is and but you know i realized i had to i you know i, I was gonna let this work for me because when my brothers were out mowing the 25 acres of lawn we had i would quickly call him on that when he would try to because one thing that i do appreciate one of the many things i appreciate in my, my, about my dad is he made sure that just how my brother's knew how to work a drill, had a toolbox, mm-hmm. had knew how to build a house. I do, too. So uh, clearly yesterday, I don't. Did I send the picture as I was like doing stuff at the house no, and hanging up drapes? And I took my trip to Home Depot and was using the miter saw mm-hmm. and getting. Well, but that's when I let the girly stuff come in because I know right. how to use it. Right. But I went to Home Depot. I was like, can you please cut this for me? Right. I so appreciate it. And they did with a smile for free. Mm-hmm. But um, I quickly learned okay, I'm going to let this play in my favor when, like I said, they'd be mowing the lawn. And I'd remind my dad, oh, no, no, no. Since there's man and women's work, my work in the summertime is inside the house in the AC. Mm-hmm. I have no interest yep. in I, I've heard all <laughs> these stories. <laughs> oh, my dad would do stuff like we had this on 25 acres. We had this flower bed that was literally about four to five feet wide and spanned half a football field. Wow. And he would do things like, okay, today it's Virginia. We lived in Northern Virginia when I was in high school. I'm from Jersey originally. We're going to pick every weed. Well, you're going to pick, let me be clear. You're going to pick every weed in this flower bed and you cannot use like the weed be gone. You cannot use any type of tools. You're going to pick it by hand. That's the kind of stuff my dad. (laughs) I don't even remember. Probably not. But, you know, they're my brothers. But I have to say he was an equal opportunity with it. He'd, like, tell them, like, move these rocks over here just because it's Tuesday. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. but my dad, the value of it is he instilled in us the ability, the hard work ethic, knowing that there's nothing we can't do. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just, 
I don't know what else. He definitely unified us, made us a unified front. Because when you're an equal opportunity, you know, asked everybody, having right. them pick weeds, and then it makes us, me and my brothers, absolutely, completely, we were a unified force about everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So what we're going to do real quick, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by Miss Amber Rose. Actually, I Googled her, and Rose isn't really her last name. How do you pronounce her last Rose, that's her Hold stage on. name. or what she's Chuck. It's Hold like Levin Chuck. <laughs> Levin. I did not know that. Yes, Amber Levin Chuck. Amber Levin Chuck. I like it, though. I, I'm not mad at like it. it. I'm interested to hear about um, her history. So join us right here on Candidly Keisha with Amber Rose slash Levin Chuck in a minute. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back to Candidly Keisha. So I'm really excited. You know, we have started talking about, you know, who our next guest is, and we have Miss Amber Rose on the phone. Hi. Hey. Welcome. So how are you today? I know you're in, involved in mommy life, which is definitely a part of being a working woman. Oh, for sure. And I just moved into a new house, so there's boxes everywhere. There's so much stuff to do. And it's just me and my little munchkin today, so we're just I hanging feel out. I was hanging curtains just yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm literally about to call, like, a organizing service to just come in and do this. It's overwhelming. Oh, I completely get it. But thank you for taking the time and calling in. And like I said, um, my sister, I call her my sister because like we're, she married my brother, but I think sister-in-law just is ridiculous. So at this point, we're family and she stuck with us for the rest of her life. So (laughs) my sister Jade is in the studio. Hi, Amber. Hi. So we just wanted to jump right in. We were before you got called in. We were talking about like your slut walk and just feminism in general, and you know all of those different things, and even how like you know Jade actually studied women's study in college. I graduated from Spelman. Mm-hmm. I was a sociology major, and talking about like the whole feminist movement and how my view of feminism has evolved. Like once you become a wife and a mother, and as you grow and experience different things in life, how has your view of feminism evolved? Oh, wow. Um, I would say, you know, I'm a newfound feminist. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't fully understand what being a feminist was uh, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, for me, I kind of, I go about it in a really controversial way, or that's what people tell me, because, you know, I really just feel anything a man can do, we can do. And sometimes, you know, it, I get very frustrated when it um, when I see guys call girls hoes, or you know, when people like just stick up for Bill Cosby, like fifty-two okay, women okay. are just. Let me lying. just say this real quick, because you know, I feel you, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. But yeah, you know, we still live in a country where you're innocent until proven guilty. And I understand everything that's happened and me being a feminist and believing, you know, women, no means no. And I get that. But just so you know, I did work with him for a really long time. I love him dearly yeah. still. And that isn't the man that I know. Um, so mm-hmm. that's and, and another thing. Is totally, that, I totally get it. I yeah. totally get it. One hundred percent. And 
And, you know, we're going to have our own opinion, opinions about that. Um, uh, and we, we don't even have to get into that. That's fine. My okay. whole thing is, 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 you know, I feel like celebrity and classism and double standards all take a part in, you know, in, in society and how we treat people. So, and it's not really just fe- feminism. It's really just all of the above. Mm-hmm. So I have a quick question for you. How did you come up with sl- your slut walk? Um, you know, I saw a picture online with a girl that had on pasties, and she had a still not asking for it written on her body. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I kind of looked into the picture, and I figured out where it was from, and it was from Toronto, and it was the first ever slut walk. And I just loved everything that it stands for and, you know, just bringing awareness to the equality issues that we deal with as women. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it just, it just spoke to me, and I just felt very passionate about it. And I really just wanted to use my voice and my celebrity to take it to the next level. Got it. Got it. So mm-hmm. what do you have, um, like, what are your next cities? And and just see, so like, I know you know the connection, how this all came about, is that Kara mm-hmm. is a good friend of mine. Who? Oh, wonderful. So that's, so it's really funny because when you even came before you had the meeting with her, you know, we had a mm-hmm. conversation about it because, you know, that's my girl. So she called me like, you'll never guess who we're about to. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, she's doing the slut walk. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> when I first, when we first talked about it, I was like a slut walk. What? But as we learn more about it, I was like, you know what? That's really genius. I really appreciate, you know, how Amber is using her celebrity um, to do something good and to bring awareness to something in a very avant-garde, very in-your-face way. And I get it. Yeah. Um, I absolutely get it. And but it, before you came on the phone, me and my um, my sister were talking about, you know, how you said anything a woman can do, a man can do. Some some sure. stuff we may not want to do though, and that's okay. And I yeah. find that sometimes women, and and especially like with the whole feminist piece, because I'm a feminist too, but I feel like we always want to compare apples to apples. And Mm -hmm. I said this earlier that we have a different set of strengths. There are some things from a physical standpoint that it's easier for men to do than for us to do. And there's some things that we can do, like have children that men just can't do. So, you know, it's about understanding the value of our individual strengths and our individual Mm -hmm. attributes and neither one of them outweighing the other, but not trying to say, you know, apples and orange like it's saying i have oranges and you have apples but they're still have the same value for sure and i feel like i feel like uh that that gets a bit confused when it comes to feminism Mm -hmm. you know i mean when you talk about a a man's strength and a woman's strength obviously usually men are, are stronger as far as physically but um you know talking about sexuality um, we get the shitty end of the stick when it comes to that. No. And that is more so uh, the main focus of slut walk is rape victims, uh, victim blaming, double standards, sexual mm-hmm. assault. You know, that's the stuff that I talk about. 
Okay, cool. Well, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I love what you're doing, but I know we only have a little bit of time, and I want to talk about some other stuff, some fun stuff, too. So, sure. um, we were, Jade, like I said, we were, were you gonna, are you laughing at me, Jade? <laughs> no, Jade, you got a question? No, no go I'm ahead. Here. I'm listening. I'm I know you have a question, Jade. I have like, all the time in the world. So if you guys are in a rush, that's cool. I'm here if you guys, you know, uh, want to talk. I got like a good half hour. Okay. So let it all out. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I have a, another appointment that I know I have to run to, you know, this whole new mm-hmm. Married and my husband has um well we have a son now it's his son from his previous um, marriage but my time thank you my time is limited I'm trying yeah. to fit the podcast in then I have to you know run I have a gala yeah. that I'm hosting that I have to like so I have a million things to do um, busy, and busy then girl. make it all back to the other side of town by uh, about four o'clock so that's why and and with that. How do you balance it? Like, I know you said you had your son Sebastian right now. So how do you balance having so many different things and wearing so many different hats? Uh, Scheduling. You know, I mean, that's really, you know, I have to stick to a very strict schedule. Um, You know, it it is, I mean, as you know, it is very difficult to be a businesswoman and, and, and have a baby because, you know, they come first, but you also have to, pay the bills and take care of the house and, and work and do everything that you need to do. So it's just a very strict schedule. I tell, you know, um, my assistants and my management to have me work full days every other day. Got it. So that's kind of how I, I balance it out. So I have full days with my son. This is such a random-ass question, but I was flipping mm-hmm. through the channels, and I saw Hollywood Medium, and I saw you on the show, right? So mm-hmm. how was that experience? It was, wow, okay. So, you know, he's a medium, but he's also a psychic. Mm -hmm. So when he speaks to someone that passed over, you, you know, he says things that no one else would know, right? Mm -hmm. So you're kind of just like, wow, this is, this is real. But then the psychic aspect of it, he was so true that, you know, I was going to meet a guy that started with the letter T and we were going to fall in love and it actually happened months later. (laughs) <laughs> right. Nice. So, yeah, and his name starts with a T, and I just couldn't believe it because I filmed that show months ago, and then I meet this guy, Terrence, and I was just like, wow. It just validated everything that he said about my aunt, and, you know, I was just like, it, it's real. Nice. You should definitely, definitely uh, call him for sure. That's cool. Yeah, I saw it, and it was really, I, I loved um, that episode and then with your mom back there and, you know, just her being able to experience and, and witness and you and your mom seem like you're really, really close. Absolutely. It's my best friend. Mine is too. And I was telling a story before you called about, you know, being at Spelman, all women's college and sitting in a sociology class and, um, talking about the feminist movement and, having kind of a little confrontation with my professor at the time because she was devaluing the role of a housewife and that's what my mother was for us. She took care of us. You don't get any days off as I know you know. You are the boogeyman chaser. You are the medic. You are the... You are you're the cook, you're the housekeeper. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You are everything. And 
raising a human being to me is one of the most amazing jobs ever. I don't have kids yet, but I can't wait to when I can mm-hmm. have, you know, kids of my own. But, but oh my, well, I don't know. Jade, you had all these questions. No, I do have a question. So go ahead. Um, so I think right now we're in a really great time where everyone's a girl boss and girl power is mm-hmm. huge. So I think, you know, a lot of the people listening would love to hear, like, what are your goals for your empire in the next five or ten years? Where do you see yourself? Oh, wow. I mean, you know, I like to just dip my hands in everything and mm-hmm. kind of figure out what I like. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't have limits to what I want to try to do. So I feel like, you know, when things just come around and they just fit in my life perfectly, then that's just what I'm going to do. So it's not really like a, a set plan. Mm-hmm. I kind of just go with the flow and just and do what I do what makes me happy. You know, I'm not mad at that because mm-hmm. one thing I know and I believe is that happiness is a choice. And it's mm-hmm, really about sure. being in a space of allowing and kind of evolving <clears throat> and flowing with the opportunities and where you're led versus where you're muscling yourself to be. For sure. For sure. And and going back to your professor, I just, I feel like, I feel like there's all different types of feminists, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, uh, you know, at my slut walk, I had very conservative feminists. I had older, like, black women from the 70s mm-hmm. that had a whole different view, you know, on feminism. And, uh, you know, I had porn stars there. Mm-hmm. You know, people that use porn stars at their convenience when they're lonely and they're, you know, overseas or just somewhere by themselves and they want to watch porn and then, you know, they kind of just, you know, talk about them afterwards like they're nothing. You know, I really kind of just tapped into every type of, of woman. Yeah, and I get um, it. That's and what, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm that's what control. made Slut Walk really cool, you know? Right. And I completely agree because and I said this earlier in the show that no two women, just like no two people are exactly the same. And we have to embrace that and we have to be more allowing and less judgmental and allow people to have their opinions and their viewpoints and understand that just because they aren't Mm -hmm. identical to ours doesn't make them less valuable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you know, if you want to be a housewife, if you want to take care of the house and the kids and that's what you want to do and that's what makes you happy, that doesn't make you less of a woman or a feminist. It's just so weird that a, a professor would say that. It's just, I, didn't, I don't understand that. But Girl, this yeah, professor. Yeah, I feel like you need to just choose what you want to do in life and what makes you happy regardless of what it is. Absolutely. So, random yep. sidebar. So, what do you have up for the rest of your day? I'm sorry, babe. I said, what do you have up for the rest of your day? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, well, I have a couple of my friends coming over with their kids to play with Sebastian. Oh, and like day. I said, I'm just moving in this house. So it's a lot of unpacking, a lot of people in and out, the handyman, the cable guy, you know, I the, completely bent around the pool. It's just a lot of, a lot of housework today. So. That's what I'll be doing. Well, listen, I don't know if you remember this, but we met briefly um, for the real. Remember when they had pretty much corralled every random actress, act like personality um, to come to decide on that panel? Do you remember that? Yes. Yes, I do remember that. I do. 
So I was just saying yeah. earlier, I was like, I have never met you for real, for real, but we met in passing. And I just want to let you know, if you ever have anything you want to talk about or you want to the slut, what, slut walk 2016, whatever you're doing, please feel free to reach out because um, we'd for love to sure. have you really back. I really appreciate that. Do you know where are you going to do your next slut walk? Um, so as of now, we're going to do one in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. By the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, this summer, we're trying to get that done really, really fast um, because, you know, New York gets cold in September. So yeah, I'm from to, Jersey, so I'm, I'm clear. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, yeah, so we're trying to do the one in New York um, in the summertime, and then uh, Swell Walk in Los Angeles will be in October again uh, this year for my birthday month. So Nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when are y'all coming to Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Not this year. Okay. I'm just not, checking. Not just checking. this year. I want to try to, you know, expand. The thing is, you know, it's, it's the Amber Foundation. It's a nonprofit. We just really need to get, um, you know, sponsors, the right yeah. sponsors to pay for all these cities and just help out Tell, to bring awareness. Well, I don't know if you know, but I have a nonprofit also. It's called the Cam Kizzy Foundation. And it's all about empowerment and self-esteem for youth. And this is our sixth year. And we do things throughout the year. But our signature program is a summer camp that's completely free. And we have kids from around the country who come. Um, We do a girls camp. And then we do a boys day, day camp. So I'd love to invite you to, you know, if you're free in July, that's when we do it. Um, We're doing it right here in Atlanta uh, to come out. And I'd love to hear more about your foundation. So we can talk about that offline. For sure. And I would love for all you guys to come to Slut Walk this year if you can make it, uh, you know, up to New York or if you're in L.A. at the time. And, um, you know, you can come and speak and tell your story. You know, I I think that would be really cool. Uh, I'm sure. I I mean, I I feel like every woman has been slut-shamed at one point in their life and um, or either victimized or, God forbid, raped or sexually assaulted. So, you know, um, it's really a time to come and just tell your story to help other women understand that, you know, it, it can happen to any of us. I love it. I always say, you know, it's important. A lot of people like to share their highlight reel, but it's about sharing the journey um, that right. helped you arrive to who you are. I just want to say thank you so much for calling in, and I appreciate your time. And if you want to, I know you have a huge social media following, but for those who may be listening who are unfamiliar, if you'd like to shout out like your Instagram, your, I'm still trying to get the hang of this Snapchat BS right now, but that's a whole other story for another day. I I can't. It's just just too much. I'm like, how are you going to enjoy your day? You're snapping, you're IGing, you're tweeting, you're you're Facebook. Snapchat is 10 times better, I promise you. (laughs) Because it's way more authentic. I literally yell at China. I yell at her because I'm like, China, seriously, every conversation, everything we do, you have to be on Snapchat. Seriously. But she has a good good Snapchat. It's really entertaining. I I haven't haven't seen it. I'm going to have to look at it. Okay, you brought this up, so I'm just going to ask real quick. (laughs) Help Uh, me understand. There's a bit. I'm confused. Like, how did all of, like, I don't even know how to ask the question. So she's dating Rob now. How, yeah. how does, I don't, how did it all come together? I mean, you don't have to tell her business. I'm not asking that. But you have to admit. No. It, from the it, outside really, looking in, that's a little confusing. 
<laughs> yeah, it's actually just it happened very organically. Um, I think that she was friends with Rob before, like when she was with Tyga, and she used to hang out with the family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then you know they kind of just ran into each other, and there was chemistry, and it just it really just worked for them. So uh, it's no publicity right. stunt. It's nothing crazy. You know, people people think that it's you know something weird or she's trying to get back at Tyga or just some malicious thing. Like she's really just a great person and she's, she wants love just like everybody else. Oh, it was so no commentary on her as a person, but I was just baffled. I was like, so if Kylie and Tyga get married (laughs) and Rob and China get married, then what's their little boy's name? King. King. Yes. So his, Stepmom is also his auntie. I was like, that's that's real interesting. <laughs> it is. It's very interesting. Keep it all in the family. It, it's de- that takes <laughs> a whole new meaning to keeping it all in the family. But for on, sure. On but that, I do feel like I feel like as you know, people don't realize, and I, and I get this a lot. Like they they think like when you're famous that you just have guys just falling at your feet constantly, and it's just you know. So many people are trying to talk to you, and you can just, you know, date all the... But it's just not like that. I mean, I feel like a lot of guys are very intimidated by, you know, a powerful woman that has her own businesses and her own money, and um, I feel like somebody like Rob can understand China just being an entrepreneur and being her own businesswoman. Like, he gets it. Got it. Yeah, I was just wondering because mm-hmm. I was just like, this is some real interesting stuff. They're going to be keeping up with the Kardashians for a long damn time because they keep yeah. giving them new twist turns and, and all types of stuff. But, I mean, hey, I'm not mad at it. Do what you do. Well, don't, don't <laughs> believe everything you read on the Internet. I mean, um, you guys know that. Hey, come on. Believe me, I know that. If you, <laughs> I've been in this business literally. Uh, my right. birthday is this weekend coming up. Uh, well, next weekend, the ninth. I've been in this business almost thirty-seven years at this point. Crazy. So I don't Crazy. even read that, or I take everything with a grain of salt. And it's funny how now, you know, with Instagram or with just social media and blogging and everything, people there is no fact checking anymore. So I kind of look at not, it, and it's so unfortunate it because it's really just they can literally just pull a story from, make it up in their head, and and put it out. And it becomes and every fact. other blog takes it, and it's just like it's so out of your hands at that point, where it becomes extremely frustrating. Absolutely. So that's why I just asked because I was like, I don't know. He honestly, <laughs> he looks so happy now. That's good. Like really I believe you got who you love. That's your business, but you can't you can't take the irony and just kind of the whole all of it out of context because it is kind of like wow, who knew. It's it's definitely entertaining. I'll give you that. (laughs) For sure. But, Amber, thanks again. And um, just have an amazing rest of your day. Uh, You too. Absolutely. This is Candidly Keisha. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Jade, for being in the studio with me. And tune in next Friday. We'll have (laughs) another Amazeballs show for you. Have a great weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.